So before I start, I want to preference this that I actually had to do quite a bit of deep searching myself uh, through my Instagram and through like all my different social medias because there was quite a bit of stuff I actually forgot about. So, but we're going to go all the way back to 2012 and this will be uh, August 29th. I think it was either like August 29th or September 1st, uh, 2012. It was the first fan expo. Uh, well, not the first fan expo I ever went to. I think the first fan expo I ever went to was in like 2010, 2009. But um, it was the first fan expo I actually went to as Gumby. Um, I bought a costume <laughs> from my brother for like 50 bucks. Uh, uh, like this Gumby costume. And... Uh, reasons for is just because I always loved the character Gumby. Uh, it was a big part of my childhood, and I've always wanted a Gumby costume. So I was just like, okay, I'll uh, I'll buy that off you. If you. He only wore it once, so it was pretty relatively new. So I went to Fan Expo um, as Gumby because I had, at the time, uh, high anxiety for crowds. So I wasn't able to actually, like... Like, I wanted to go to Fan Expo and I wanted to go to conventions, but I couldn't handle being around, like, hundreds and hundreds of people. So, the Gumby costume kind of allowed me to sort of hide, <laughs> if uh, if that makes sense at all. I'm going to take a drink of coffee there. Uh, I'm obsessed with coffee, which um, Gumby's part partially responsible for going around all the time, but we'll get more into that. Uh, so, the first Gumby... Uh, convention I went to was a lot of fun like um fan expo I didn't run into any other Gumbies and I got a lot of photos which kind of helped me in a sense break that anxiety shell uh getting around crowds so like I was able to hide myself because like yeah I was like taking pictures and like I was acting out happy but like inside I was just like ah just there's too many there's too many people there's too many people but like um Gumby kind of let me confront that, if that's if that makes sense at all. And I got a really good reception. Like, it, it, it felt good getting a lot of photos. And then, like, after Fan Expo, getting, seeing all the photos and everything. And just uh, being the only Gumby there was kind of cool. Um, so, we're going to flash forward about almost a year later. Um... Because of that Fan Expo experience, I decided at Anime North, uh, which was the May 24th weekend of 2013, I went there, I went to that convention as Gumby again, and it was only because I had so much fun the first time, and also because, in a sense, I was still trying to break that anxiety mold. So I went to, I went to Anime North as Gumby, and once again, um, got a lot of photos, and it was a fun time and it once again helped me break that shell of okay it's okay to be in a bunch of crowds like it it's fine like you can breathe you it's it, it helped me like break that shell which is like one of the things why i say gumby actually helped me and it wasn't it's not just a costume to me because gumby actually really helped me break my anxiety and helped me deal with being around in crowds. And I think if I didn't have that costume or those two experiences, I wouldn't have been able to 
go to fan expo which the that same year which i didn't go actually in any costume on that um back then gumby really wasn't a I didn't. I wasn't trying to be a cosplayer at that time, or I wasn't trying to be an entertainer at that time. I didn't think like Gumby was. Gumby was just was just a costume for me. It helped me break my anxiety, and I was thankful for that. But I didn't take Gumby as seriously as I do now. So it was more so at that time. It was just a costume. Um, we'll get more into how it's become more of a thing of itself, but. For Fan Expo 2013 and Anime North, uh, until Anime North 2014, I didn't actually dress up as Gumby. I didn't actually really dress up as anything. If I did, um, actually, no, I did. I actually, uh, I dressed up, um, as a character from Mummies Alive and I did a few other costumes. I went outside the realm of Gumby and I was just, I have a group of friends for those conventions and we were doing groups at the time. So, um, it wasn't until Anime North 2014, I went back as Gumby, and then once again, it was a big reception. Like, it was a blast. Like, this time, I kind of, like, breaking that anxiety shell from 2012, I was able to have relax and have a lot more fun as Gumby. And I was kind of, like, thinking at the time where it's just, like, I kind of want to be a cosplayer and I want to be an entertainer. So it was just like, I, I took a stab and it's just like, well, I had fun being this Gumby. So why don't I do this again? And I ran into a group of guys at that year. And, um, I can't remember their names for the life of me right now. But, um, if you, if you know who you are, please shout me out. Like I haven't talked to you guys in a while, but, uh, to me, they're like my biggest fans and, uh, I meet up with them at like every Anime North. Um, I'm sorry that I can't remember names right now. Like I'm so bad with names. I'm so sorry, guys. But like uh, they convinced me. It was just like your energy is so gravitating and like it, it gravitates us to you. Why don't you start actually filming more and doing more stuff and like actually like becoming Gumby because like you're not you're not just playing a character you're you're being the character like you've taken the character and make it your own image and that really stuck with me and um it was when I went to fan expo that same year I kind of pulled the plug and my uh friend Amy she kind of convinced me to do it so I made it a thing and I called it Toronto Gumby <laughs> and at the time it was called Toronto Gumby because Toronto was mainly my and it still is my main area for where I do my conventions and everything but for the time that was the only area I was doing I was just hitting up Anime North and I was just hitting up Fan Expo so it just made sense at the time to be Toronto Gumby and I made that a thing at Fan Expo and once again, it was it was just a great reception, and I had a great time, and it just gave me such an appreciation for what cosplaying and just conventions and the power that those kind of events can bring, and just the close, just just the closeness that it brings. Like I love, like you could take the dealer's room and you could take all the merchandise aside. I love the energy that conventions bring and just bringing people together and just forgetting everything that's 
going on in the world for a moment. It's kind of like what I like about wrestling and everything in a sense where, where you can just shut off the world for a weekend, for a day, whatever, whatever you're doing and just be you and just be with people that relate to you and you can have conversations with and just be just just tone out the world for a minute and i knew at that point um this was my world and i spent the next like like i like i spent the next like couple years actually just doing gumby everywhere i could so i was just doing like charity events or i was just any anywhere i could in the toronto area and i've just had so much fun with it and i i'm so grateful for everything that gumby has given me and like i said it's not just a costume to me it's a way of life like i love bringing positivity to people and or giving them a moment and it just it fills me with gratification it makes me want to keep getting up every day and just entertaining and like i could care less about like everything i've done on uh, for doing gumby it's been out of my pocket i of course don't have the gumby license so i i can't license or merchandise or anything like i've done everything out of my pocket and for my love for conventions and gumby and just spreading positivity so I really just made 2014 and 20 up to 2016 just everything I could to do that and get my name out there and just be like, hey, I'm Toronto Gumby. This is what I do. I'm here just to entertain you. And I love it. And so but anyway, without getting into a tangent, I'm going to skip to 2017 Anime North. And that was actually when I felt my couple years of just going out there and just getting my name out there actually started getting me recognition so i am in north 2017 i actually was known around the whole convention as toronto gumby and i kept hearing it and that felt awesome like that felt amazing and it's just like i i was meeting up with like fans and uh, people who had just been following me for years which one of them ended up being is now my boyfriend which uh i'll get more into that later uh but that just felt great and it felt like all those years of just me going around the conventions and wanting to become a cosplayer just finally paid off so we'll flash forward a little bit to august i think 29th 2017 so whenever fan expo in 2017 was um my friend amanda actually convinced me to make an instagram and facebook so at that time i was just doing youtube and i was actually just like just doing little videos here and there um most of them i have archived which are on my patreon or going to be on my patreon i should say um but she told me i should take it more seriously and actually start like posting photos and everything so i started doing that and that was the first year i actually saw another gumby and that was awesome to see because like i wanted to not only spread positivity i kind of wanted to bring the gumby name back because like like i said i love this character from when i was a kid and um that was when i started seeing merchandise coming back so it's like i don't know if the vendors were just seeing me constantly it's just like okay there's 
there's someone that will actually buy the Gumby merch, which like I have a bunch of Gumby merch from over the years, uh, which I may show. Actually, you can see on Instagram. Um, but yeah, no, uh, that was the first time I actually saw another Gumby and that was like really awesome. We both kind of like pointed at each other and we're just like, it's you. <laughs> so like, uh, that, that, that was really awesome. Um, so, uh, once again, like you're kind of seeing a pattern here where it's just fan expo and anime North. Like that was really kind of my stomping grounds for those. I was only really doing like two events and, uh, if I did any other events, they were like here and there, um, nothing too really noteworthy or something that I would like want to, I could really put into words on a podcast here. Um, but on 2018 anime North, uh, this, this is where things get a little bit crazy. Um, so, this was the year I met Gumby Squad. Now, Gumby Squad, which I think they're defunct now, um, they were a group from Montreal that every three years they would come up to Anime North. And I didn't know this, but apparently they came up as like a group of Gumbies and they would just go around, just Gumby around. So I ran into them. Now, being me, you would know I'd, I'd, I'd get excited for that. Because, uh, like, hey, I'm a Gumby. I see four other Gumbies. And they ask me, it's just like, are you dying just like the rest of us? And it's funny because, like, I actually get that question a lot. And um, after doing it for so long, I actually really don't. Like, the costume, I'm pretty used to the heat that it produces. And I've learned to, in a sense, deal with it. So... Uh, but it was like really cool, a really cool experience. And I thought nothing of it. Um, so I did my own thing. Like I usually do in enemy North and like, I meet up with people. I meet up with fans. It was a great time. Like I, I always enjoyed my time at enemy North. It's my favorite convention of all time. And the reason for it is because it's less so much about the merchandise and just more about the experience. The convention is is more so outside of the convention than it is inside the convention. Like in the building, that's where all the panels are. And like all throughout the hotels, there's spread out little panels. But like the majority of the convention is actually like outside. And I think that's amazing. And like they used <laughs> until last year. Well, not last year. That, that, that year actually was canceled. But the year before, they would always have wrestling. And I always enjoyed that. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest wrestling but like it was always fun to watch it was a uh, but um i'm i'm digressing from where i was anyway um i didn't think of any any of it with uh gumby squad i just kind of want to let them do their own thing i do my own thing uh like i always do uh so we'll go to about the saturday night of anime north now, this is my first year I actually went to the rave, which at Anime North, they always have two raves, uh, usually ran by a group called Otaku Bulu, which they do a lot of, um, like, remixes of either, like, 
popular songs or they'll do like Japanese remixes and they'll make it into like a dance rave. There's always one inside. There was and always one outside until recently where it's just outside. I think at this year, at this point we're talking about, which is 2018, it was just all outside. But so that was the first time I actually went in as Gumby, which everyone thought I was crazy, which maybe in a sense, uh, but um, like I always I had a fun time doing it and I ran into Gumby Squad again and they were excited to see me just like I was excited to see them and we raved together and it was all hunky dory everything was fun I was pulled in multiple directions and yeah like ever since I did that I've always gone to the raves as Gumby because it's always been a blast so I got out of the the rave and of course it's like one o'clock in the morning I'm drunk and like possibly on something i don't know uh definitely weed <laughs> but like um i'm just i i'm i'm wired up and I'm like i'm not ready to go to bed and like so like i go around with my friends and we go to the one of the hotels i think it was right behind the delta um anime north is at the toronto congress center so um they right next to it there's i think it actually is the international yeah it's the international so like behind there there's a whole bunch of different events and there's like an after rave so we're like we're gonna go to that because we're all like wired up and we're not we're not tired and everything so i go over there and i don't know what cosplay this was but like there was a group of uh these guys that were just kind of like in pigeon suits (laughs) if i could best described like there were like there were pigeons in suits so they had like a whole bunch of like black suit black suits on like i guess it's from an anime or something i don't know if anyone knows who's listening to this please let me know because i've always wanted to know but like um anyway it's just a bunch of pigeons in suits uh and they yell out at me it's just like hey hey gumby hey and then like i'm going near them because like of course if i get addressed like i'm not rude even when I'm under the influence, I'm still going to say, hey. But then they yelled back, fuck you, Gumby. And... Yeah, um, that was the first time I actually ran into any kind of negativity as as Gumby or just cosplaying in general. And that kind of... At that time, because I was so drunk and just hyped up from the rave that sort of kind of like really bummed me out so we went into the hotel where we were going and i just kind of ignored it but my best friend uh his name's chris edwards who i'm gonna have on this podcast eventually he's a really amazing artist but anyway he saw that and this guy i've never seen him more angry in my life than I ever seen so when I looked over to him he was like boiling red and like he grabs my shoulder and he's just like hey man one second and he storms right out now I'm still in the hotel but all I can just hear like right outside and he's like loud like my like he went from like one to ten like the moment he walked out that door and he's just like who the fuck said fuck you to Gumby and I go right outside because like of course I want to see what happened there and like i just see 
these guys just all just where they were standing they were kind of like in a, like a circle when they said that and they were like really confident when he said that about four of them actually ran off and the person that actually said that sit there like he was like scared shitless because like chris is a big dude and so you don't want to get him angry so um right after that moment i actually went up to him because i wanted to know him like hey man like what what did I do to you? Like, why are why why would you do that? And what happened was apparently these guys actually ran into Gumby Squad, and they were at a panel. It was like one of the celebrity panels. I'm not exactly sure what celebrity panel it was. Like, I think it was for an anime voice actor or something. But they and they they showed me a video of Gumby Squad actually coming in. And actually, like, trying to throw fisticuffs at these guys in the pigeon suits. And they're just trying to start shit in a panel, which, that's never cool. Don't do that, guys. Like, if you have beef, settle it outside of the convention. Never do that inside a panel. Especially a celebrity panel that's taking their time to come see people and answer questions and, like, meet and greet like that's just disrespectful but basically that altercation i'm glad they showed me that and after he's just like i'm so sorry like i thought you were associated with them he puts his mask on and he's just like gumby give me give me a hug give me a hug so <laughs> i go in and i'm gonna give him a hug i'm like okay i'm like i'm drunk at the time and like he's just like you know what like you're, everything's forgiven. I'm glad you showed me. I'm glad we could get past this. So I give him a hug. And he grabs me by my, I guess, like, Gumby scruff. Like, my, my, my costume. And he just pulls me in. And he gives me a kiss through the mask. And a little bit about me. I've always been a pansexual or if people don't believe in the pansexual then I guess bisexual since I was like 13 years old but I've never came out with it or I never like I was always closet with it so I was kind of a little turned on from it but I wanted I had to hide it from my best friend and everything which actually after the like I so I pushed him away a little bit I'm like thanks like and then I kind of just like walked off. Now my buddy he was just like, you kind of look like you were into that. And I'm like, yeah. And I kind of like stole his drink and I just drank some more. <laughs> and we went to the like after the rave, didn't think about it at all. So in a way though, Gumby kind of helped me come out because I actually came out about a month after that. Uh, I had the confidence to come out a month after that altercation. Uh, so... It's just crazy to me, like, literally, like, Gumby's changed me for a lot of things, like, made me a much more confident, a much more positive person, like, so, after I came out, I became an even better person, not only to others, but to myself, because I'm not really proud of the person I was before, I felt like I was always living a lie, and, um, the costume, in a sense, taught me a lot of things and just the way I should be and the way I was being is not the way I should be and I'm grateful for that but 
the Sunday, basically after knowing uh, Gumby Squad did that, they my Sunday was kind of ruined because I guess they were starting shit with a bunch of people and I had a lot of people just kind of saying, fuck you, Gumby, and everything. So I guess it was people who were at that panel. So I actually had to make a statement, which if you actually go to my Instagram, it's still there um, from 2018 about myself disassociating from Gumby Squad and just an overall statement of what I how disgusted I was for that group at the time. Um, I've never ran into them ever since and I don't think they'll ever come back into Ontario because of that. But um yeah, no, that was just this is just horrible. So uh after that we'll flash forward about about a month. Yeah, about a month after I went to Comic-Con Toronto. And uh it was it was okay. I always I always enjoyed the Comic-Cons in Toronto, uh even though they're kind of just feel like lower like smaller versions of Fan Expo. I do find a bunch of cool stuff there here in time and it's always just a convention that I enjoy going to. But I remember going to the back of that convention and seeing a bunch of preachers and um I don't want to dapple into religion or I don't want to give my stance on that because I feel like I don't really want to get into politics or religion about that but I couldn't help but get involved in this scenario so these guys were just like preaching at all these cosplayers and everything that they were going to hell and that cosplay was a sin and they should just spend the whole day worshiping Jesus Christ and all these things which once again I'm not going to get into religion and everything but I just felt like it's one thing to do that to adults but they were doing that to little kids like they actually yelled at a seven-year-old who was dressed up as Spider-Man and telling the kid he was going to hell because he dressed up as Spider-Man and I I couldn't just sit there and watch that happen because the kid was like about to cry and I actually went up to the parents right after and yelled to the guy I'm like hey don't listen to those guys your costume's awesome and you're not going to hell you're gonna be like I, I said that and I didn't say exactly like that but like I said it I gave him a little bit of like a pickup so that the kid wouldn't be like crying or get deterred from that experience for the rest of his life like it's one thing to preach religion and yeah like I just don't want to really want to get into it but like I just don't think it's I don't think the way they were doing it was the right way to do that and even there was actually a priest that walked by and told them the way they were doing it wasn't right either but they ignored that and I, it's just, I'm not going to say I didn't get involved in a little bit of the heckling and everything and, um, just had fun with it. But at the same time I was standing there for, if they were ever yelling at other kids, I was just going up to the kids and just yelling them, just ignore those guys and just be like, just be you like, have fun. Like, this is an awesome convention. Like this is a time to be nerdy this is a time to celebrate your fandom and just i wanted those kids to not be deterred from going to conventions because of an experience like that 
All right, before we go any further into this podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to Barry Wrestling. Guys, if you follow me on Twitter, it's no secret that I'm a producer or editor or filmographer, whatever you want to call me for Barry Wrestling. And I'm super grateful for everything this company has done for me. So I feel the best way I can do to give back is by plugging them on this podcast. So if you're not following Barry Wrestling and you're a fan of wrestling, go to youtube.com slash Barry Wrestling. We had two shows last year and we had a blast producing them for all you, for all everyone in Barry and for everyone that's been a fan. So, and we even converted a few people into fans. So if you love wrestling and you miss wrestling and especially independent wrestling and you want to support and you want to see a really good show, go to Barry wrestling's YouTube channel on youtube.com slash Barry wrestling. Thank you for listening to this plug. Once again, sticking with and keeping listening to the podcast. And uh, this is the last interruption for me. So enjoy the rest of the podcast. So after that, I did a really a comic con. Um, so this would be thinly either the same month or maybe it was a no, it was it was a little bit after comic con, a little bit before Anime North, but um, yeah, it was a little bit before Anime North, a uh, couple weeks. But uh, really a Comic-Con. So, if you've been watching me for a while, this one's a little bit of a controversial one. So, without going a little bit into details, because I still don't know the legalities of this. uh, But more in a sense, the show was so bad um, and my video for that, which will never be released again, was so controversial. I'm actually banned from that convention. Um, there was a couple highlights. There was a great moment with Pet Value where they recognized me and they got, gave me a Gumby toy, which was like a dog toy, which is in my collection still. And that was awesome. Um, A fan drew something for me, which I actually paid him for, and uh, it hangs on my wall. Um, But everything else about that convention was bad. Really, really, really bad. And I'm being very brief and vague about it because um, this... This almost got me in trouble when it released, so I want to just leave it at that. Um, I'm mentioning no names, and I'm mentioning nothing else besides that. But uh, at the same time, it was also a breakout moment for me because a lot of people saw me from that video, and I, it got me a little bit more established. So when I went to Anime North, I had more of a following, and I had more of a following in my hometown. Um I believe I'm still banned from this convention, so, but, uh, I'm leaving it at that. If you know me personally, uh, I can talk to you off from that, but, uh, yeah, as far as this podcast goes and as far as that show, this show goes, that's where I'm going to leave it at. Uh, so Anime North, really great. Always, always a fun time. Like I say always, uh, nothing really noteworthy about Anime North 2018. Uh, it was Anime North. 
Got Com Bravo. Oh, actually, no, actually, we already did all Anime North 2018. Ah, jeez, I'm so scatterbrained with my notes here. So, actually, like Cottage Country Con or Aurelio Comic Con was before Anime North, so I messed up my timeline there. Um, but so we'll go to Com Bravo 2018. Uh, this is where I kind of figured out the power that I could actually bring with this costume. Uh, when I was heading there, I think it was either the first or the second day. And I have a little bit of footage of that. And if you're on my Patreon, you can actually see that footage. But um, it was the interaction I had with uh, this little kid who was crying at the TTC. I guess um, his mother was telling me he just he was upset because something with his father and like he didn't want to leave and yeah so um he saw me the kid saw me and he actually got really excited and he came up to me and he actually like like grabbed my grab like grabbed my costume he's just like hey you're gumby you're a piece of clay he's just like i love clay i have a bunch of clay and like it led to this whole like five minute interaction where the kid went from like crying down the stairs to just instantly happy with his sister and everything and i I remember after that interaction when we got onto the train, the mother actually pulled me to the side and she told me he was crying all morning and she thanked me for all that. And I realized at that point the power that I could actually bring with Gumby. And the power and that power is positivity and the things and just creating a moment for someone. And that interaction has always stuck with me. And always reminds me of why I do this. So Com Bravo was just mainly uh, just me running the streets of Toronto and Hamilton, just having a fun time. It was the first time I went to Com Bravo. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen to that convention anymore. I think um, they're either moving it or it's just outright killed now, which is a shame because Com Bravo was a lot of fun. It's just a small little convention. Uh, in Hamilton downtown. Uh, yeah, it was a really fun convention. So I really hope Con Bravo can actually ma- either figure out what's going on and make it work somewhere else, or God, it's just it just sucks if they if that's if it's it for Con Bravo. But anyway, um, go to August or the end of August, early September. There's Fan Expo 2018. Uh, this one was a really fun one because I actually got, and I'll eventually put out my footage for that on the, uh, Patreon, but there was a lot of the Dragon Ball Z tour. So Dragon Ball Z was doing their whole super, like this was when super first came out and they were having this big Dragon Ball Z like hype at the time. And, um, they had a whole bunch of different like stands and like all the models and like you could do like a whole bunch of photo ops. You can actually see those also on my Instagram and they're like really awesome that was a really really awesome fan expo just just because of that like we got to see like all the really expensive figures i got to do like photos on top of nimbus and like like eating a meal like goku and like there was really cool things so like i really really enjoyed fan expo 2018 i do plan on either remastering that video for my patreons or i'm going to uh just rip pieces of that so that's a part of my archive footage but that was really really fun 
fun convention. And I also got to goof around with PlayStation, which those PlayStation guys, they loved me. Uh, we we danced around to the DJ music. Like we, I played VR Creed in costume, same with Gran Turismo VR, and I could hear them laughing the entire time. And I got footage of that as well. So like Fan Expo 2018, I just I absolutely love, and I I, I cherish that convention just simply because of just how much fun I had that year, and just is is it was a really good time. So I always enjoy Fan Expo, and. Uh, since then, we've always do we me and PlayStation. We always do something every year. So like, uh, but that's uh, I'll I'll get to that. Uh, so November, uh, this this is kind of uh, heavy. So um, in September of that year, I ended up losing my grandparents, and I know they always loved watching or just seeing me doing the Gumby thing or just hearing about it. So it's just, um, they were one of my inspirations and I always miss them every single day. But we did a rummage sale for a lot of their stuff, which we were putting towards kitties again, because like, um, my grandparents, they kind of hoarded a lot of things. Uh, we raised $2,300, no, $2,500 on that rummage sale, and, um, that one was a really heavy one for me that kind of just made me go into a dark place and just not do anything Gumby-related at the time. So... We're going to flash forward to about February of 2019, and that's when, about a month before, and I actually moved to Hamilton. Now, the reason why I moved to Hamilton at that time was because I was trying to find out what my purpose was, or I just felt like I needed to get out of Aurelia and just where I was at the time because I just wasn't happy with where I was. So I moved to Hamilton, um for two things I wanted to do the Gumby thing more and I wanted to take a stab at trying to get into the wrestling business which is going to be another story for another podcast episode is just like how I got into Barry wrestling and just my whole journey of like that side of me of where how that all started but um to keep it short at the time I my buddy knew a guy named Darcy Williamson who was super close with super close super close with uh josh alexander and rip impact so i was trying to get into hamilton pro wrestling at the time and while i was doing like saving up my money for that i was doing a whole bunch of different conventions and events and just doing gumby where i could so once again that's going to be another podcast episode because that's a whole nother tale for another time but um I was just doing what I could to keep my uh, new image of Ontario Gumby going because, well, now I'm going outside of Toronto and I'm doing stuff in Aurelia and I'm doing stuff in Barrie and I'm doing stuff in Hamilton. So I was just like, okay, I'm now Ontario Gumby. And there was a good reception for that. And everyone that followed me went along with that. And I was super grateful for about that because I was worried when I changed my image, it would affect that. Um, but it ended up actually helping me a lot because when I went to Anima North that year, 
I got a lot of people saying, hey, it's Ontario Gumby, and I got a lot of reception. I actually met up with a father and his, I think she was like 10 or something, but she was telling he was telling me, hey, my daughter's been following you for four years. Can she get a picture? Which I almost actually cried in the costume for that because, like, that's just, that's crazy for me to think that someone that young is like watching my content so um of course i did the picture and everything uh but that was a real breakout year for me because i got i met up with like 23 different fans from my instagram to my facebook or my youtube and like a lot of people knew me so it's just like at that point i basically consider now anime north my stomping grounds that's where my home base is for conventions and yeah, uh, Anime North 2019 was actually my favorite Anime North and probably my favorite convention I've ever went to. I had I met up with fans. I had a really good time. There was no negativity. Um, and it was just a great convention. And the uh, video for that is actually up on my Instagram. You can watch that. But um, the reason why that video is actually up on my Instagram is because at this point... Now we're going to talk about COPA. COPA is a child online protection agency. Now they cracked down on YouTube, which forced them to demonetize a lot of people who were either doing kid-friendly content or anything. So basically, YouTube deemed me as kid-friendly content. And because of that, I lost my monetization. I lost my favorite button. I lost my like button. I lost my comments. Just everything I could, I needed to grow my channel, they just basically killed right there. So I just said, okay, I'm leaving YouTube and I'm going full on onto the Instagram. And I started posting all my content on Instagram, which... Uh, got a lot bigger reception on Instagram than it ever did on YouTube. So I was basically like, just, okay, screw you, YouTube. Um, so I just started doing everything on my Instagram. And I went to Pride, and this was at a time when uh, I had a lot of fun. And it was my first Pride, and I got a lot of different photos and footage, and it was real fun time but I was also having a, a fallout with my love life and I uh, kind of once again went into a dark spiral until about Pretty Heroes 2019 which I think it was about like a month or two afterwards um, which is a lost episode which will probably end up being on my Patreon as well uh, that was an episode that I was introduced to a I think the dance is called Love Life Yeah, Love Life uh, Dancing. I had to Google search that right there. Um, but uh, yeah, no. That was when I was introduced to Love Life, uh, which is a form of Japanese dancing. And that was that was an okay convention. Really small key, more like Sailor Moon kind of thing. Um, I don't know if I really ever go to Pretty Heroes again, but uh, I did have a fun time. And I went with uh, my roommate at the time. So after that, went to Fan Expo at 2019. I uh, goofed around with PlayStation again. Got Iron Man VR uh, on footage, which I don't know if I ever released that footage. You can check my fan, my Instagram. I think I did. 
but that was a that was a fun time as well. Uh, then in September, I got messaged from a toy company called Toys on Kids. I think is what they're called, or Toys on Kids, or Toys on Kids. I I could never pronounce their name, but they basically asked me if I could um, do a sponsorship for their toys, so like I could plug their toys, and they showed me all these Gumby toys. And everything felt awesome. And they kind of strung me along for months and months and months and months. And this was kind of like the first time I I learned about shady business practices and just people that you can't trust with in this kind of industry. But he was kind of chewing me along and making me plug his toys and everything. And he says, yeah, these are going to be in Toys R Us. And these are going to be in like, like all these different kind of stores, but they ended up being on Groupon.com and they, he actually didn't have the license. So it ended up actually being, um, a bit of a scam and his toys were very low productive, like low, low quality. And just, it was a, it was a mess. It was an absolute mess. Um, so I stopped working with them once I figured out that. Uh, and then that's when the pandemic happened and conventions stopped. And the next thing I know, I was all everything that I pre-ordered for the next year for my tickets. They were just like, OK, this is canceled. This is canceled. This is pushed. And it was just a crazy time. And um, around December, January, my then at the time fiance was ended up cheating on me on the new year's and um so i ended up losing my love life and i ended up losing the one thing that kind of kept me going which eventually i ended up lose at that same time i lost my house in hamilton and i was forced to move back into my parents which at that time i thought was a positive because it was like I could save up some money, I can move to Barry, and then I could be with my then at the time what I thought was gonna be my future husband. But um we ended up uh breaking up about a few weeks after he cheated on me. Because at the time I just didn't I just didn't know what to say, honestly. Um But Flash forward about February 2020, I got into a new relationship. It was now my current relationship. And he convinced me, hey, why don't you go try Twitch again? And I thought about it. And I was just like, well, Twitch didn't really work out for me the first time. But the first time, I didn't really have anything that made me stand out as a twitch streamer so i was just like well maybe i'll try it with with gumby so at the time i was playing sims 4 (laughs) and i was super addicted to sims 4 so i was like okay why don't i just stream sims 4 and that's when i was introduced to creators like mary amber and andy ray cosplay and just people who were either in my interest or in my field that were really great content creators that helped me uh, become an affiliate for Twitch and kind of helped me just realizing as long as well as my boyfriend um, making me realize that like Twitch is an actually really amazing platform and 
I've learned throughout this last year not having conventions and that outlet for Gumby that Twitch has allowed me to have that outlet so I can I can entertain as Gumby and then it kind of just took off from there which leads us to now January 13th 2021 it's just grown on a life as a, of its own and I'm super grateful for everything that I have and just the entire just everything just I I'm super it I'm I I'm like I see I'm like tongue twisted like I couldn't believe how big this has grown and just where this has taken off because if you asked me probably 8 years ago if I would still be dressing up as Gumby I I can't honestly say that I probably would. But you guys have supported me. You guys have pushed me. You showed me a whole new side that I um not only conventions and just just the power that those kind of events bring, but just myself and just it's changed me for the better and yeah, that's that's essentially my my story. So last year, I basically learned how to adapt in this pandemic. And I've learned throughout all my experiences and everything that if you have a dream and you want to do something, just work hard. Dedicate your entire energy into what you want to do and you can be successful. Whatever your measurement of success is, whether I don't measure success as money or fame or anything, I measure success in just fulfillment. And that's what Gumby brings me. This whole Ontario Gumby movement just, it brings me fulfillment in life. You guys bring me fulfillment in life. And I love entertaining you guys and I've loved doing it for eight years and I hope I'm able to do it for as long as I can do it for whether we stay Gumby or we do something else when I can't do Gumby anymore, I always want to entertain you guys. Whether it's through re- my Barry Wrestling Adventures or it's through Ontario Gumby. I can't thank you guys enough. You bring me fulfillment. Thank you so much for listening to this. It feels so great to actually get this off of my chest and just... Put my story out there. That's the raw, uncut, filtered. I only put, I only draw it down notes. So maybe sometimes it got a little bit ranty, but I wanted it to be real. Whether you were here from the beginning or you're just joining now, thank you. So that's it. That's my origins. I want to give a big thank you to Brandon for on Patreon for supporting me. With your pledge, guys, my Patreon is only one tier. It is the cost of a Starbucks coffee. So for $250 US a month, you can get a bunch of behind the scenes, early access, and exclusive content just like Brandon here. And of course, I want to give a shout out to my Twitch subscribers. You guys have been supporting me for the last year, and I give a big thank you to you as well for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm going to make this a weekly thing, so do look forward to more. And, of course, thank you. I'll see you guys next time.